Okay, welcome to the Odd Outlooker podcast. I am Andrew Bryan. I am welcoming you, and today we're going to actually talk about some local news for me. And this is not too local for you guys. So, as you guys know, I'm in Oregon. I'm in I'm in District Two, and that's the district that is for the House of Representatives, and it's the largest district in Oregon. And we just, I have two things I'm going to really talk about today. I'm going to talk about uh, the COVID-19 outbreak in Union County. For those of you who don't know where Union County is, northeastern Oregon, which is the round tip near Washington and Idaho, has three different counties that are considered northeastern. Wallowa, Baker, and Union County. Union County is the largest out of those three counties, and it is on the southern side. I mean, not southern. Baker's on the southern side. Uh, Union County is on the west side of eastern Oregon. So, Wallowa is the north side of Eastern Oregon and Baker is the south side of Eastern Oregon. Some people will include Umatilla, but it's not considered by people who live in Eastern Oregon as Eastern Oregon. Northeastern Oregon, I'm sorry. So, uh, within a week of them opening up to phase two, phase two was granted to Wallowa County and Union County both during the same time. So, and I have the actual rates here to, from, uh, this is actually coming from, uh, the ARCGIS system, which is going to show you states specifically and counties affected. It has two different counties missing for some reason, but that is what it is. But it's also, this is all data collected by OHA, which is called the Oregon Health Authority. So, Wallowa County, as of today, has three active cases. Baker has one, and Union County has 235. That is the second, no, third, it's the third or, give me one sec. I gotta double check. Brenton County. Okay. It is the fifth largest cases in the United... Not in the United States. In the state of Oregon. By county. It is the fifth largest. So the first one is Multnomah County. Which is the Portland metro area. Then the next one is Washington County. Which is... East of that, so let me go back. Multnomah County has a total of, in total of cases, it's had 1,632, and the total active cases is 1,034. Active cases in Washington County are 467. There has been 20 deaths there, and it's had the total of 950 cases. Uh, Lincoln County has a total has had the total of 226 cases and is 218 currently active. And Union County has had the total of 242 cases, zero deaths, and 257 case, 235 cases currently. 
So, Union County's outbreak is very hotly contested. I just watched the live TV network in LaGrange that has the CHD, which for those who don't know, that is the Human Development. I'm trying to remember what the C stands for off the top of my head. I can't remember. Center for Human Development. That's what I'm thinking of. So, um, for those of you who do not know, Union County for Wallowa County is very important, and, and we rely on uh, Union. Wallowa County relies on Union. So, Union County is the one of the only ways to get into Wallowa County, except if you come from Washington, Idaho, or Baker. Baker's Road is almost fully iced over all year, though, so that road is not safe to go on. <laughs> so the only other way out of the county and into the county is through road, not walking, is to go up through Washington into Idaho. So we heavily rely on the road from Union to bring in resources. So if U Union County just went back to a single uh, phase one today, it's announced that. And f both Wallowa County and Union County both applied for phase two at the same time and both got approved. So what has happened was that it's believed, and this is from a CHD representative it was talked about, was that it came from a church originally. It is unknown what actually happened there. There is rumors currently that they began in the church and then it became mass testing in the church and that's why they have everybody there. So what is unknown is whether it from the church itself or if it's from the testing site at the church. The CHD, which had um, just a couple talks with Portland today about this whole thing, was, was that they saw a trend going on, which is how they take care of it, and they automatically talked to the church to set up a testing site there as a thought their community might have been affected. The church accepted, which is Lighthouse Pentecostal Church, and people went there to talk and take tests. They, between the testing days, they set up last Thursday and Friday, which today is the 17th, so it almost happened a week ago on June 11th and 12th, they had the testing start. Within those couple days, they had all, all 235 cases come up. There was there was actually surge reports saying that 400 cases of you were recorded in Union County, which is kind of insane that they thought 400 was automatically. I knew about this a day before cases came out live and sorry I needed a drink of coffee there I'm not gonna tell you guys how we I found out but it is it was basically alive in the medical community beforehand so here is something that is gonna be going on so Wallowa County also relies on Union County for medical care this is a 
fact to a certain extent. Wallowa County has Wallowa Memorial Hospital set up in Wallowa County to help and take care of everybody in Wallowa County. And the Memorial Hospital only relies on Grand Ron Hospital in LaGrande for certain things, such as specialty care and specialty stuff that Wallowa County does not have. So, such as Union County has their own MRI machine, Wallowa County doesn't, so we have to bring in the MRI mobile. So, for such case, I had a surgery. We can handle surgery in Wallowa County, but they are unable to rely on certain procedures in, in the hospital in Wallowa County. So certain, certain things, a specialty procedures, they have to go to LeGrand, and if LeGrand cannot handle it at Grand Ronde, you either have to go down to Boise or you have to go to OHSU. And that is just standard thing over on the east side of Oregon. So, but with this increase of cases, I have a newsletter from Grand Ron Hospital, which I'm going to read to you, which was an announcement from yesterday. And I have a couple I could read. I think I'm just going to read uh, the CHD press release and the one for from Grand Ron, which the both are from yesterday. The ones from today are talking about how they're how we should take care of it. So like the total county in in Legrand, not Legrand, Union County has come up to two hundred forty two and how they're how the they've moved back to phase one voluntarily. So here is from yesterday from CH, CHD from Union County reporting 119 cases. Center of Human Development, CHD, Public Health reports 119 new cases. This brings the total to the county in cases, counting to 240. Our mission has never been clearer. We are doing everything possible to protect the health and safety of the community, said Carrie Brockrafty. Uh, public Health Administrator for CHD. Right now, more than ever, we need our community to be in work and help limit time to spread the most population of the virus. <clears throat> and she talks more into the, about the virus itself. But this is from yesterday that they had 240 cases and that popped up to a couple more active cases of 242 today because I got two more. Now, before we get actually into the Grand Ron response, let's tell you how much cases, these 240 cases represent Union County. This case t amount total for Union County almost represents 1% of the county's population. It's 0.9399% of the county's population has been affected. And that is pretty close to like, well, no, it's not. That is the highest percentage affected in Oregon. So like Multnomah County, which you guys know, it's the largest one, it's 1,000 cases have represented 0.2219%. And I don't think I see a larger number on this map 
to say otherwise. So Union County has had the largest affection of population. So, and that's partly why they chose to voluntarily go back into phase one. So from Grand Ron, this is what's coming from them. We understand there's a significant concern regarding the recent outbreak in our county. Okay. Uh, let us reassure you, Grand Ron Hospital and Clinics, GRH, is prepared to handle what may come our way in the next several weeks, and we have been preparing for a significant number since early March. We have initiated our Emergency Operations Plan, EOP, on March 2nd using the Hospital's Incident Command System, IHCS. IHCS is a system we have used for many years planning, preparing, training, and mitigating all types of emergencies. In early March, GRH and our Union County Emergency Service, UCES, were advised by the Center of Disease Control, CDC, and the Oregon Health Authority, OHA, to remodel, remodeling that showed our potential mass influx for COVID-19 cases that could have impacted our community. So what that stands for is basically what OHA and the CDC brought research papers from what they had experienced in Portland and what could be happening in Eastern Oregon as Union County is not the largest one it largest population wise in Eastern Oregon. It is the second largest, which, which the largest is Umatilla County, which has two of the largest cities in Eastern Oregon. And that's if you consider that Eastern Oregon, Umatilla sometimes considered that, which, which has had the total of 193 cases in total. Excuse me. So, and they were showing modeling of what could affect Eastern Oregon itself, Northeastern Oregon. So, we began to prepare for the worst case scenario under planning, operations, logistics, communications, and more. For example, we began assessing the procurity of the necessary personal protection equipment, PPE, for our staff that would allow patients to be treated in such capacity with the influx. We have constructed and have used an on-site decontamination room that allows us to significantly extend the life of our N95 mask supply. We continue to take role as stewardess and supplies we need in seriously. In addition, we have been thorough as we have 25 critical access hospitals. It's a 25-bed critical access hospital. We are licensed to increase our capacity up to 40 acute care hospital patients during an emergency such as this. We have also developed an internal care site in the GRH pavilion that we are prepared to staff at least with more than 190 patients who may still need nursing care but are transitioning into getting home. <clears throat> so, uh, one thing to let you guys know beforehand. Um, I'm not a hospital expert while I'm thinking of this, <laughs> but so what they're saying is they can handle 25 critical patients at once in their hospital, but they have a license to extend that to 40 that are ready to transition out. Uh, Grand Ron Hospital, 
is outside of Lagrand, basic, almost outside of Lagrand. It's on the edge of the city. It's near down, close enough to downtown, not to get people up to the hospital if need be from a walk, but it's far enough away from the population to protect most people. The GHR Pavilion is downtown. It is in a corner of downtown that used to be known as Low Grand's Farmer's Market. Uh, let me pull that up on the I did not, as I haven't read that paper piece of paper yet, <laughs> I forgot about that. So it is right downtown and it is well, no, I'm thinking of a different place, which is Legrand's Farmer's Market still. They have a, the pavilion is right next to that. It's right behind it. That's what I'm thinking, which is a huge fancy building that's able to accept that. They have, they on the Farmer's Market, they have the Grand on Hospital Pavilion sign on there to direct people. And that's what I'm getting confused on off the top of my head. But it is right downtown, but it's also on the highway that leads you down to Baker City which that's not as important, but that is also to let you guys know. <clears throat> so, uh, that is, oh yeah, I forgot to read this last bit. <laughs> we continue to be diligent with our physical distancing, hand hygiene, and mask wearing appropriations where we ask for your support and patience as we take care of those who need. We are together in this Union County and we are here for you every step of the way. So. How they're going to take care of that is, I know for some people, they're going to be doing telehealth, most likely as an increased decision. Telehealth actually has been a benefit for both Wallowa County and Union County to an extent. <laughs> Doctors in Union County do not need to come down to Wallowa County currently now, unless, if there needs, unless it's for a surgery day, so they won't ever have to meet the person in public in person and dry, drive a cup for an hour and a half to spend a day in Willowa County for maybe one patient or so. And we have one doctor who majorly does that, but it's still helpful for them. <laughs> okay, so this is from Kate Brown, the same day that we actually had the announcement of the large increase. Kate Brown is the governor of Oregon. Calling a special session to take up two argumentative issues facing our state, police accountability and the COVID-19 pandemic. These are too urgent to wait until the next regular legislative session, and it is imperative that the legislation takes action on these issues right away. I plan to call the special session later this summer on the state budget. In the meantime, I will continue pressing Congress to support state and local governments reeling down the economic downturns and taking steps to tighten our state's budget. <clears throat> so, here is something that is really good for us to do that. Uh, one thing that it is kind of an issue is a possibility, and I'm not saying it's not going to be something that she does because she knows how the Republicans are going to take to it. The Republicans have barely enough people to make a quorum in the Oregon state legislation, 
legislator. Legislature. Sorry, my brain is not functioning all the time. <laughs> I'm going to pause for one sec. So, Oregon's state legislature is very different than most. <laughs> so, right now we're going to actually have elections coming up in, as you know, District 2 for uh, our representative in Congress. But in how Oregon runs their legislation sections for the House and the Senate is a legislation section is a period of time in which the legislative assembly is convened for the purpose of lawmaking. Regular sessions convene every January and May and last 160 days in odd numbered years. So 2019, they had 160 days. For even number years, they have a 35-day session. So, back in February, right before when we were in this, in the system, we had Kate Brown getting very mad at the Republicans on around the state because they keep on walking out. And to explain why we walk, they walked out is because of the cap-and-trade bill she keeps on offering, and she's, say, she's saying that they need to show up and do their jobs when it's going to hurt the economy of Eastern Oregon and basically rural Oregon, not just Eastern. She introduced this bill back in the 2019 session, and the Republicans walked out. And as soon as she introduced it again and they were not going to compromise, we walked out again. <laughs> so this is the only issue that may come up if there is a special session called which is in her right of power she used the republicans for umatilla county she blamed them for umatilla's counties they needed aid because umatilla county especially the pendleton area had huge flooding happen and they we needed a relief bill but in that there was also trying to get electric car charging ports in Umatilla County when it was flooded. And Umatilla County is known for having is having flooding actually happen pretty much a lot. And same thing is partly with Wallowa County, but that's because we have a huge source of the rivers for northeastern Oregon come through Wallowa County from the Wallowas and the Blues and the Eagle Cap. So, this is the only issue that's going to come up with what they're trying to do. <clears throat> so, this is another thing I wanted to bring up as well as I'm here. Uh, so, I have, I finally figured out everybody who's running for Congress for District 2. And I've seen a lot of people who are the Democrats claim that they want to try to help uh, what you call it. They want to help in the response for COVID-19. This is not only the Democrats saying it. The Republicans said it lightly, but they didn't say it as expressively as the Democrats did. Every single Democrat person, who, not Democrat person, every, Demo, every person who's running as a Democrat, who expressly ran as that, do, have been quiet since early, early May. So has all the... So has all, everyone else, but it's still slightly interesting. <laughs> so, 
I think that's going to be the end of this talk of what's currently going on in Eastern Oregon uh, with the outbreak of cases. I wanted to bring that up to try to help people understand. Uh, I do want to say this. The change in cases have not caused a spike in the United States. I know Oregon is considered one of the few who has actually spiked up, such as Arizona, while New York, who's had the large amount of cases fallen. We have actually equilibrium slightly up where we are still keeping the same amount of cases in the United States with New York falling and the other states gaining it or we have slightly lowered the bar actually and I don't have all the statistics for that to explain it to you <clears throat> so uh, tomorrow we will talk about something else I'm gonna try to have it done for you guys so thank you have a wonderful day and thank you for listening to The Odd Outlooker.